In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You're very welcome to the Brendan Option. Coming to you courtesy of Immaculata Productions, I'm Father Brendan Kilcoyne. If you like our work, uh, would you please uh, subscribe, um, perhaps uh, make a comment. Send us a few quid on Patreon or PayPal, the, the usual drill. We can use all of them or any of them or some of them, whatever you can do. Um, one of the things that's occurred to me lately, particularly, maybe it's just a January feeling, something that occurs to me a lot lately is is the bleakness of the landscape we're in and the absolute necessity in this situation of being clear as to why we're in this and as to why we're involved in this at all. Because we're in a war and we're losing. We're doing very badly. Now, I'm not saying we lose. No, I don't have drink on me. You can be losing for ages and then win. I mean, anyone who's into sport will tell you that. We're losing. But will we lose? No, I believe we know how it'll turn out. There's not much consolation to us in January that February and March are going to be lovely. January is pretty cold, pretty grim. I suppose what I'm trying to say is that you need to decide whether you've skin in this game or not. Hmm? You really do need to be clear on that. And here's the deal. We have no guarantee that in worldly terms we won't continue losing for the entire lifetime of this and the next generations. Now, things may improve before that. Things may improve tomorrow. We don't know. Highly unlikely, but we don't know. I would put it to you that if you're in a situation like that, in which you have committed to something, and that side that you have joined is losing, 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 about to lose, going to lose. But because, I mean, subjectively, that's where you are. I would put it to you that you need to have skin in the game. You know, they used to tell us when we were confirmed, I know they don't say this anymore, they used to tell us we were soldiers of Christ. That's an image that goes back to the days of Charlemagne. It goes right back to the court theologians of Charlemagne. It's well over a thousand years old, that image. Soldiers of Christ. Miles Christi, a soldier of Christ. Uh. Now, here's the thing. Soldiers, like, generally get paid. Yeah, isn't, isn't that, I mean, the deal, you know? You get paid. You get a salary. You know where the word salary comes from? Salt. Sal is the Latin for salt. Roman soldiers uh, were sometimes paid partly in salt. Salt was very valuable in those days. Hence salary. You get your salt. Yeah? So what's the salt? I mean, you took the king's shilling, didn't you? You joined up. You're a Catholic. 
You wear the uniform. You took the shilling. All right. Is that okay? Are you satisfied with the deal? Do you have confidence or at least a reasonable hope that you will be paid when the fighting is done? Because if you don't, you need to be sorting that out in your head. Now, every so often we'll have a crisis of faith and there will be a, a drastic need on all our parts to change our trousers. Okay, that's part and parcel of battle, ask any professional soldier. I'm not talking about that. I'm saying at a very fundamental level, you need to have a confidence that you will be paid. And you need to have a confidence that what you're fighting for is worth fighting for. You know, that's... They would say, the historians would say, or at least some historians would say, that's why Churchill lost the election just as the war was won. And he lost, as you know, to a completely uncharismatic man, Clem Attlee, um, the head of the Labour Party. And, I mean, putting this very crudely, many people would say the British people instinctively understood that only Churchill could lead them during war. And instinctively understood or felt they understood that he was not the one to lead them in peace. They wanted Clem, they wanted Labour, they wanted uh, national health, they wanted free school meals and the whole deal. Who could blame them? Something, something for the blood and the sacrifices and the cities flattened and the sons that were never going to come home. Something. Hmm. Even the most driven and idealistic soldier expects to be paid. I would put it to you that every retreat you do, every bit of reflective, genuinely reflective thinking you do, every bit of genuine Christian meditation you do, every bit of lexio you do, every bit of, of railing and, 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 and giving out to God you do, everything. These could be interpreted variously, but they could be interpreted as trips to the quartermaster's office or the paymaster's office to make sure you're still on the list. So you go back to God and say, well, what's the point? Have you forgotten me? Has the covenant been torn up? Is the deal off? Is your money no good? Is your word no good? But the Jews continually asked him, read the Psalms, read the, read the scriptures. Have you forgotten your word to us? Because every soldier expects to be paid. Consider Irish history. I mean, the, pla the plantations of Ireland were, were hard, but one motivation in them is not difficult to understand. Let's say Cromwell, you know, the, the land given to his soldiers. Well, all right, the Irish aristocracy, the Catholic aristocracy had to be punished for taking part in the, in the Confederation, in the rebellion uh, against the English. Against, uh, I mean, there was going to be a punishment for that because they lost. But Cromwell also had a first-class army who needed to be paid. And you don't want a country full of soldiers who are discontented. It's not a good idea. Are you confident that God loves you and will look after you? If you're not, 
we have a problem. It's not insuperable. It may be just one of those drastic, debilitating crises that hit everyone in their spiritual life and you get past it like a bad flu. And I'm not making little of it, but still, you know what I'm saying? Dangerous, but but manageable. I... No, no, there's a big difference between those crises and an absolute loss of faith. So you have to ask yourself, have you still got the faith? Do you believe you'll be paid? If so, you can stand January. If so, you can stand the battle. If so, you can stand any number of people um, despising you and spitting on you and telling you that you should be hanged with your own rosary. Hmm, did I just say too much? Perhaps. Actually, the uncomfortable truth is that we are now producing on Immaculata rosaries of such terrifying quality that I could quite easily be hanged with one of them. I'm not making little of, of this situation we're in. Look, we're, you know, we're, we're all pretty battered. Ask yourself, is his word good? Do you believe in what lies ahead? If you don't, you have my complete sympathy, and that's the truth. My complete sympathy. That's going to happen. You'll have that. Remember what Newman said, a thousand difficulties are something akin to this. A thousand difficulties don't make one doubt. I think he might have said a million difficulties. I can't remember. One doubt. Right? Maybe you're kind of feeling... The boss has gone bankrupt. Nobody will get paid. The boss couldn't go bankrupt if he tried. You'll be paid. Yeah? So, gentlemen, anyone needs to change their trousers, we'll take a five-minute break. And then, back to the attack. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.